Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Good morning, On The Clock fans. Happy January 21st, 2021. It's a great day. President got elected, yeah. put into office yesterday. Uh, so it's going to be a great agenda, Raul. We got NFL preview this week. We'll see who's going to win. Again, you're probably going to pick against my Bucks again. <laughs> this week we're going to get into that. Rivers retires. Is he a Hall of Fame candidate? The Saints they're coming out with these excuses about being injured during the playoffs. We're going to dive into that, see if it's fake, if it's a myth, or is it real. Mm. Talking about McDonald's, who would have thought money being McDonald's bag? Tennessee's coach got Ooh. fired for allegedly paying some players. We're going to break that down and give you the scoop on that. But again, guys, welcome to the show, January 21st. My right-hand guy, left-hand guy, however you want to call it. Yeah. While Willis Connell is here with me, man. How you doing, brother? I'm How good. You I'm really, really good. Like I woke up today, and I'm I'm living in the world where everything's fine now. Everything's, Every, normal. everything's gonna be fucking okay. We're gonna be fine. This whole thing was a just a a blip on the radar. It was a fucking just a little woohoo. Let's just a little break from reality. Now we're back to normal. Now we're back to what we got to do. No, I'm good, man. I, I don't know if you saw. Did you saw the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris? I did. I yeah. did. did I it? mean, shout out to the poet. Right. That was, that was impressive to me, man. Was a poet. Amanda man. Gorman is her there. name, man. 22-year-old poet, man. She blew it away. She it, did. It was amazing to hear that young lady speak, man. I think she was the best speech of the, night, of the day, in my opinion. I mean, I still love listening to Joe Biden, what he had to say, and all the other speakers. But, yeah, she stole the show for real, man. Yeah, she was she was fire. I woke up this morning and I literally opened the door and I yelled out to the neighbors, Good morning, my neighbors. <laughs> and didn't hear anything about like, well, just like coming you ever seen Coming to America? When Eddie Murphy's <laughs> no. like, No, you never seen, Oh my god, you gotta see yeah. Coming to America. So he, he walks onto the balcony, he's in New York, he goes, Good morning, my neighbors. And they, everybody yells, Fuck you. And he's like, yes, yes, <laughs> fuck you too. It's exactly what happened this morning. But it's a good day, man. I can't complain, bro. I, I can't, uh, I don't want to whine because I don't think anybody's going to fucking listen anyway. But what about you? How's the family? How's everybody doing, man? For the, for, for the people that are listening to the podcast, first things first, if you could follow the show, hit subscribe. It's Please. totally free. If you live, watch this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Get notified whenever a new show comes out. For the people that are listening to the podcast, not viewing it right now, I am debuting my Tom Brady. I was good. I was gonna bring that in there next. I was gonna wait till a nice time to say, but that is a nice, that's a nice it's an early Brady. birthday gift from the wifey. You know, my really? birthday's coming up here on January twenty seventh. That's right. So next next Wednesday, next Wednesday, next Wednesday coming up. Beautiful. Uh, wifey got me for me. Now I don't know if I can debut the jersey this Sunday. Oh. Because Levante David has been the jersey I've been wearing, <laughs> and it's got us two wins so far. Right, you can't, so you cannot deviate. So more than likely, I will start the day out in my Levante David shirt right. once we get up in a comfortable lead. The Brady so clothing let me, let me jersey will we'll debut. Let me ask you this, bro: What is the game day routine for you? Because we ask this to all the athletes, college oh. athletes, high school athletes. <laughs> what is the what is the what is the day routine for a Buccaneer fan? Because maybe some other fans of the Bucks do this as well. So I, I want to know what is the routine. So for me, so again, I'm Hispanic. Well, so it's a very Hispanicish. Given the Martinez, routine. I mean, yeah. It's a, Exactly. So typically on, on game day, oh boy, I wake up, I'm looking for the inactive report to see if it's out yet. I want to see who's playing, who's not mm -hmm. immediately. I am checking the weather to see how it's going to be for the Bucks. Is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? You know, is it, Tampa, you know, if it's in Tampa, clear skies, if not, if it's cold, what's, what's the issue going to be where we're playing? Right. And then usually, so game days is the only day that a 1030 beer is allowed. For one o'clock, 
Okay. Now, my wife may not agree with this at all because you got the kids. She needs you freaking yeah, yeah, of course. all point sober. But you, you're plan- If you have a ten thirty beer, you're you're not planning on going anywhere then. No, no, yeah, no, you're no, fucking no. home. Right, you're so, locked in. So usually, my dad will usually come over. Or I'm going over to his house. One of the two, and we're we're making steak, uh, palomilla steak to be exact. Oh. We usually and we're usually cutting up little pieces. We usually have churrasco, uh, and we're cutting down in, in pieces. We got we got pork, we got chicken, we got all kinds of you know. And th- that's just what we call appetizers. That's not the Jesus meal. Christ! It's just a snack that you eat before the game to get be, you through halftime or after the game to then eat. I got to start liking the fucking bucks. Is what I got to start doing. Jesus, obviously, cafe con leche is yeah. a must. So I have my coffee before I drink the first beer. Then I drink the beer right afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then I usually, you know, I'll start having a couple beers at probably 1230. My kids go down for a nap uh-huh. for a one o'clock game. That way they're asleep the entire game. There you go. And then I, I have a seat at home. I have a specific seat at the couch that I like to sit in. So I sit there, get yeah. it nice and warm, make sure I have my line of beers ready. Right. And accessible quickly. And and you were here. You were here over the weekend. You see how much I pace the house. Oh my god! And, and how loud all around I can get during during games. Yeah. So and then if they lose, I don't speak to anybody. I cancel the podcast <laughs> and I go to sleep. You've done that already. Yeah, you've done that already. Yes. So and we've seen that happen. If they win, I, I'm I'm texting you saying, "Can we jump on earlier?" Because this this has to be un, uncharted territory for the Buck fans, right? It has to be. It is. I'm not prepared for a game this far into the new year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So everybody else is just like you. Like, there's some guy that wakes up. You know what? I didn't brush my teeth today. We beat the Saints. So I'm not going to brush my teeth. I'm going to wear my holes in my underwear. I'm going to wear this fucking fucked up jersey. You know what I mean? They're going to, they, they have their own routine. Oh, yeah. I, I do wear the same shorts. Yeah. I do wear the same socks. Black socks, not the same exact socks, but the same type of socks. What's awesome is that you first, first of all, you not only is the beer awesome, but you pre-planned like a coach. I need to check the weather. I need to yes. see if we're playing on turf or grass. <laughs> I want to see the injury report list. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see all these items, and then I need to pick the first ten plays that we're going to run against yeah. this defense because we're gonna, exactly it. Jesus, exactly it. Uh, you know, a little film study. Yeah, I watched all twenty-two to see see what the Bucks' game plan is going to be for the, for the week. Watch a little bit of the opponent, but uh, and, then, and then I usually watch a little bit of the pregame. Show at twelve o'clock. I usually I I check out two different versions of it. The one that's on usually on ESPN on TV, right. but also I listen to the local channel. Yeah. Usually Ira Ira Kaufman. Is uh, that your go to? Radio. Nice. Yeah, he's usually on the radio from uh, eleven to twelve, talking about the Bucks. And then I also listen to Anthony Beck. Mm. Uh, I've coaches is his son. He's over at Wiregrass. Out of Wiregrass, and Anthony yeah. Beck. And he has his own podcast that he breaks down. Yeah, we gotta the, try to get him on here as well, man. So, yeah, so I, I hope I hope a Buccaneer well. manager, player, GM, coach. I heard I, I hope some way somehow there's a Buccaneer uh, associate listening right now because <laughs> in sure. their car smiling. If you guys need some help with offensive strategies, you know, analysts, whatever you need, George is totally available to break down defenses and, and put up stats for the Bucks. Uh, but that's amazing, man. I, I've now, I don't go. Maybe that's why my dolphins don't win shit because I don't really have a routine. <laughs> I just get up. I, I I normally know by warm up time what time of game oh, we're boy. gonna have. Okay. If my guys are smiling, having a good time, we're fucked. <laughs> they partied all it's night over. last night in it's Miami. Over. Yeah, they've they probably well, ran some cocaine I somewhere. I usually, I usually watch the Brady and Gronk. Have a look, is that a like, good? Is, I've heard. They, I heard they got the little two YouTube thing, whatever that is. Yeah, it's hilarious. Is it's it? actually, it's hilarious. That's, I'm gonna leave it there. Okay. That's as far as good as it is. Um, That'll work. But yeah, I usually I usually watch that because that tells me. All right, Gronk is probably gonna play left tackle most of this game. <laughs> I know. I know we got Chase Young. Yeah. And we have this guy playing left end. You know what? I can tell by the show he's probably gonna play a little left tackle today. He's nice. okay with that. Well, well then you got there. You go. Then you're you're good to go. So your routine's locked in. Your Bucks are going to be playing in Lambeau Field. I'm sure you've checked the weather all week. 27 degrees. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you donated hand warmers to your team or <laughs> did something to help them out whatsoever. Do you think it's going to be 
what type of game should we expect from the Bucks and the Packers? Oh man. I expect the Bucks to to run the ball. They ran the ball for 120 yards against the Saints. Right. Right. They've ran the ball for more than 100 yards in each of the last six games that they've played in. And they won. And they've won all of them. So again, the formula for the Bucks to win, you've kind of seen it start to transpire, run the ball effectively, whether it be Fournette and Jones, one or the other, if one gets hot or not. Um, they both ran for 65, 68 yards. Yep. They both had it was pretty even. Play action pass, you know, utilize Mike Evans in the red zone, utilize Antonio Brown and Godwin in the middle of the field. Use right. Godwin in the middle of the field. They, they, they've been using Antonio Brown on the outside to kind of stretch the field a little bit. And then Gronk will be in the middle of the field as well with, with Godwin. That's our game plan offensively. I think defensively, yeah, you got to shut down the running game. The, the one thing we did well the first time we played the Packers is we held Aaron Jones to 10 carries. For 18 yards. Did Devontae Adams play in that game? He didn't. Devontae Adams was was covered by Blanket. Carlton Davis, which yeah. is the same guy that covered Michael Thomas <sighs> last week, who shut Michael shut Thomas Mike down. Thomas out, yeah. Now he gets a healthy, we'll talk about healthiness yeah. uh, here in the show, but he gets a healthy Devontae Adams. It's going to be in Lambeau Field. You expect Devontae to get a ton of targets. And, and again, you... You know, I expect the Packers to move Devontae around like they did against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Right? They brought him in motion. And, and that motion, Green Bay will use motion to identify if it's main or zone coverage. Right. And they identified zone coverage and moved him from left side to the right side, put him on the other DB, which is Jamal, Jamal Dean, and try to go at him a little bit. He's a weaker of the two DBs. But for us, it's going to be the front the front four. We get great news. Vita Vea. Yeah. Is huge. expected to be active yeah. and come back. This week, so if he plays that middle of the field, that's going to allow Barrett and JPP to, to get go off loose. the edge. Yeah, because now he's going to control the middle. JPP and Barrett will come off the edge, and now they'll get the single coverage Jesus. they haven't had in a while. Devin White is playing at a MVP type of level for this playoffs. Oh my God, and is it, he? If the Bucks win the Super Bowl, it'll be largely because of the play of Devin White. Devin White has now, and, and I'm glad he's doing it in the in the spotlight media, right? Because true Bucks fans have seen Devin White do this since he got drafted. Right, right. He's been killing it all the way, but now because he's playing on the primetime games, he's playing on national television. Everybody's everybody getting the exposure. Yeah. We've seen since we drafted the guy from LSU in the right. first round two years ago. The guy, I'll give you a fun fact. Early in the show, he has missed zero snaps on defense. Listen, all he, year. The, well, All you know what you know what your guy reminds me of is when Ray Lewis was going on the run with the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, he was playing that type of foot. I mean, I was very impressed with Devin White, man. He looked great, man. Now, now would be his pick six, which he had to get freaking. I mean, the the it for him to keep control control his body the way he did to make the pick, the way he's been hitting, getting to the ball. He's like the first guy, and if he's not the first Always. guy, him Levante Davis. He's right behind you. Him, him and Levante David, I would like someone to argue with me about a better linebacker duo than Devin White and Levante David today. Yeah. Because sideline to sideline, those two are two of the fastest linebackers as far as going downhill and playing yeah. in that Todd Bowles defense, which is an attacking style defense. Right. They do it well. And then if, you gotta, if they have to cover, we've seen – Levante David make interceptions. We've seen Devin White, you know, like you mentioned, come up with with big interceptions. Yeah. So that's going to be the key for the Bucks. Can we control the running game? Can we limit? Devontae Adam is a pro bowler. He's an all pro guy for a reason. He right? routed up Jay Ramsey last week, man. He routed yeah, him I mean, up, bro. He, he has a guy named Aaron Rodgers on the ball. Yeah. So he's going to do well. You just got to limit how well he does. Absolutely. If we can control that, uh, and the Bucks continue to play well offensively, which again, the Packers aren't the best of defenses out there. Right. Jari Alexander is a great shutdown corner, very similar to Marcus Lattimore. So I expect him to follow Mike Evans. Okay, but again, you start to see that depth of the Bucks come through. Where now, okay, you double Evans or you put your best to be on Evans. Yeah. When I got Godwin and Antonio Brown, they get loose. Or we saw last week. I mean. And again, I, I know we're talking about the Bucks a little bit longer. We saw Cameron Brait catch more passes last week 
against the Saints, and you you questioned the whole double tight end sets. Yeah, I, right? I like that. The same side of the field, but Cameron Bray caught more caught more passes against the Saints than he had catches all year, all year long. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to him for always being prepared. Here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna see more. So the Bucks, the one thing that Brady loves is the, the check down to that running back. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't have that trouble. guy this year. We don't have the James White this year. Yeah. Leonard Fournette doesn't have the hands. Neil's Ryan Jones and LaShawn McCoy was a bad sign. What you're going to see, though, is what we saw a little bit against New Orleans. Keeman Brait was lined up at running back. Yeah. So it gives him a big body in case he needs to pass protect. Mm-hmm. But it's a receiving threat that can check down in the middle of the field and catch a pass. Yeah. Also, and it forces you to have to I cover him. Right. You have yeah, to bring a person to, to cover him. You have to come him. down to cover him. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Antonio Brown lined up in the backfield. That might be cool to watch. Or Scotty Miller. Because now you, how do you play that personnel game with, okay, you got Scotty Miller. Do you bring in DB and you go dime when yeah. he's in the backfield? Or do you say nickel? Because if you say nickel, well, now he's going to be matched up one-on-one on a linebacker. Well, wouldn't it be great to see Antonio Brown take a freaking outside zone uh, <laughs> or a stretch? You know what I'm saying? Well, you've seen you've seen the Bucks hand the ball off to him now on yeah. reverses yep, and yep. jet sweeps. So they're using him to move the defenses laterally. Uh, I mean, again, it's winner go home. Right. right. Oh, I agree. Brady, you know, Bruce Aarons came out and made a comment that kind of took a little jab at the Patriots, saying that the, the Patriots didn't allow Tom Brady to coach the players. Mm-hmm. And that in Tampa, he's given the freedom to coach the players. To me, I kind of read between the lines of that, something you've been talking about now for a little bit. Tom Brady wasn't allowed to call the plays in New England. He's yep. calling plays in Tampa. Oh, I, I, he's creating formations. He's yeah. moving guys around. He is managing and coordinating the game at a player level on Sundays. I've been telling you this since you signed Tom Brady. There's no way Tom Brady listens to Byron Leftwich. There was not going to be no way. Bill Belichick says, "Don't do something." He was going to listen. He's not going to listen to. Byron Leftwich. No offense to Byron Leftwich. I don't want to be to be offensive, offended or anything, but he wasn't going to listen to him. He just wasn't going to listen to that guy whatsoever. So I can I know he's calling plays. He's probably having Zoom calls with his play with his buddies. Yeah, like we're going to run this shit next week. We're not doing any of that crap. And you let me tell you something. You see, I see a lot more animated Brady now than I did over the Patriots. Playoff Brady is different than regular season. Let me tell you something, man. All those emotions you can, and I told you this at your house. If anybody and anybody listening to the show or even watching it, Tom Brady pronunciates every single letter, so he's like the easiest guy to to read his lips. You know what I mean? And he says all the time, like I hate that fucking play. Like you got to be, you know, like when he threw a bad ball, bad fucking ball. Like God, why'd you throw? Like you can see him getting upset. I'm like, damn, I've never seen Tom. In his feelings, the way he is right now, which is pretty funny to watch, man. But it is what it is. Your bucks will be fine. You got your routine down. I'm sure they'll they'll take yeah, care. Yeah, as, as long as I follow the routine, I think we have a great chance. We, we have some interesting, weird breaking news to break on the show. So over the last couple of days, news been circulating about a program that's been doing some crazy. Crazy stuff here. Yeah. All right. We, we had Tennessee's Tennessee Volunteers uh-huh. program come out with the McDonald's bag. <laughs> is that a right, McDonald's? So, I know they can't. I know for the listeners, they can't see this, but oh, let me describe this. Legit, this is a McDonald's this is a bag full of McDonald's money. Bag with cash. Oh, money. my God. This is beautiful. All right. So Tennessee's head coach, you haven't heard, Tennessee's head coach got fired during the week because he was caught recruiting players yeah. illegally. And by illegally was he was delivering him, his staff, people, uh, the 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 off the balance sheet personnel was delivering cash money to recruits in a McDonald's bag. Yeah. What are your thoughts? During visits. Okay, a couple of things. I got a couple of things here. Okay. And we're gonna go up and down here. Number one. Boosters give the money to the players. All right. So it, it this had to be a booster's idea. You know what I'm saying? The head coach, he's gonna get fired because he's a scapegoat. Right? Everything falls under him. So no matter what, maybe he knew about it, maybe he didn't. We're not gonna know. I I, I don't know. I haven't read anything that said that he knew 
that this was happening. Okay? They're not going to fire a booster. You're not going to fire a booster that has, you know, $50,000 invested into, like, three players. Like, he's not going to happen. So they got to fire somebody, and somebody's got to take the blame, and NCAA can be happy, and they want to investigate more, and they'll just leave it alone. We fired the head coach. He knew about it. He's out. Yeah, he fired the head coach, and that's it. So someone's always going to be the fall guy. Somebody has to be the fall Trust guy. The other thing well. I have for this, this is a, who is the son of a bitch that freaking snitched this out? Who's the son of a bitch that was like, I don't play for Tennessee. Why would you give me money? Oh, my God. <laughs> You guys are horrible. I'm going to tell somebody that you gave me money. Who's that son of a bitch? Because we need to blackball him. Yeah, because I think this happens more than people think or know or even have an idea about. very carefully. I'm going to say this as gently as I can. I, for one, know for a fact a D1 program is willing to pay players a thousand dollars a month in order for them to play. Could be committed to their program. Tennessee, first of all, shout out to the guy that was creative enough to put in a McDonald's back. <laughs> okay, that is some breaking. Not the Not the that is some AMC Breaking Bad type show shit. That's 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 what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? That uh, shout out to that person. But again, this happens in. Every single program, every single one. I don't care. I don't care what they say. Bro, I don't care what they say. I don't care what people know. We have we run a clean program. No, you don't. No D one pro. Clemson's dirty. Alabama's dirty. Georgia's dirty. They're all dirty. All of them. They're all. I don't believe it. I don't believe it because. It's just the way the world works today, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. You don't think we shot out a couple of dollars? You don't think Luke was helping people? Come on, man. It is, it is Miami. It is Miami, man. Ed Reed's on staff. There, no, but there you go. There you go. Let's be careful. I love Ed Reed. But, but, but again, bro, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for Tennessee. I feel bad for the recruits. I feel bad that they're going to get sanctioned. I feel bad for the head coach. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he knew about it or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's right to do it, but man, what what kid didn't take it? That's all I want to know. I want to know who I want to know the bougie kid that decided not to take it. That's the guy that I do not want on my team. Nope. And since since this guy got fired, four Tennessee volunteer players have now entered the transfer portal. Of course. Maybe that's the school getting rid of some of the kids. Maybe the other ones been associated with. Maybe they've been investigating for a while. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, again, when I say I don't want that kid on my team because he did the right thing, Raul, no, just because you're a snitch. That's the only way. I don't like snitches. (laughs) I don't care care if it's right or wrong. I don't even let my kids snitch on each other. And when they do snitch on each other, I look them right in the face and I go, well, damn, snitch. Like, that's that's my freaking thing I do to them. But, bro, I I don't know, man. Every D1 program is freaking paying off somebody or buying a house or some roundabout way, getting them a car. Like, there's no way. Like, the Reggie Bush thing. Remember what happened with Reggie Bush? Yeah, I remember the Reggie Bush. That's Come right. on, man. Everybody, they're all doing it. It's just who got caught this year. That's right. all this is. That's the game yeah. they play. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little glad because it takes my a little bit of attention off of the Florida Gators because Florida was, there you was go. being investigated for recruiting out. It wasn't cash money they were talking about. It was Right. All they did was text message. Like, Jesus Christ. out during a non contact period. Stupidest <laughs> so, thing in the world. That's okay. Tennessee, we pass you the ball. Thank you for taking the spotlight. So, now, the other guy, the other guy there on the slide, we had Kyrie Irving makes his, he's done from hibernating. He's yeah. done with his leave of absence. Yeah. He rejoins the Nets, and they debut as their new big three to take on uh, LeBron James <sighs> and their guy. quest for an uh, NBA championship, and they lose. They lose in their first game together. Oh, they, my God. By the way, they won the two other games that James Harden and Kevin were playing by themselves. Yeah. So, I know you you said it a couple of times this marriage isn't going to work, is it? You ever you ever you ever had a buddy? You ever had a buddy that brought his girlfriend to the friends? Like they he brought his girlfriend around the friends, and then your buddy's like, I don't see I don't see that working. I don't see you're happy for him because he's he's in this 
bliss in his mind. He's, he's in this imaginary of great course, relationship. He's on his high. He's on his yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Everything's so great and cheesy and, and, and beautiful him. in the world. Right. Everybody's good. But you know, deep down, you're like, oh, this this chick is not for him. They should <laughs> not. They are toxic. You know what I'm saying? This is this is not going to end well. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe in it. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in it whatsoever. Do you voice your opinion in those situations? Like, if if, if you, you know your oh boy God. is dating a chick and you're like, no, dude, I don't know what's going on. You, you, Do you pull the dude? Here, you pull him aside well, here's boy? here's the thing. That, that's a great question. So you pull your boy to the side. Do you do it on the first night, the very first time you met him, or do you do it the third no, night? Because then you feel you like wait. you've met you gotta him. Wait. You met him, you right? You met him out. a couple times. You gotta fill her out. This is what's gonna happen with these guys. They're gonna wait a couple nights. You're gonna see a couple things. You're gonna see a couple flares of what they can and can't be. We're gonna do everything nicely. Blah 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 blah. First of all, to leave to lose to the Cavaliers in in, in double overtime. <laughs> one go to double overtime. One forty seven to one twenty. Who the fuck is not doing defense? Well, that is a West versus East All Star game. Exactly. He's not. His fat ass ain't getting back there. So you're sitting there like, okay, well we're gonna. We're gonna go one forty seven. Like whatever happened, like ninety eight to ninety nine, or one on one to. Because when you saw somebody score one on three, you're like, oh wow, and everybody would tell me, oh, it's a new a game, bro. It's a new game, bro. It's a new game. Not when you play one forty seven, bro. That's like playing the the arcade game at the. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> the little basketball game. Like, come on, bro. Like that's that's a it's a hell of a score, man. But yeah, I don't know. The chemistry's I mean, not there. So growing up for me, Detroit Pistons. There you was go. my favorite basketball team. There you go. I was a big fan of Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Richard right. Hamilton. Some dogs I right there. A, yeah, man. That was a team. I, I have I have Chauncey Billups' jersey in the closet still. Mr. Big Shot was his Does name that thing fit? The day. We'll talk about that in a different <laughs> episode. All right. But right, right, what right, I loved about him was their defense. Yeah. They were, you know, they, they were going to win games ninety three to to eighty five. But that, but then again, that's the Pistons, right? That the standard was set in right. the eighties. It was eighties, you know what I'm saying? With with Rob, uh, um, Robinson or I'm sorry, what's his name? Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah freaking, Thomas, yeah. you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. The, the Pistons back in the back, yeah, in the, the bad boys, days, right. yeah. You're supposed that right. was set already with those guys. So you got to play some kind of defense in Detroit. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore that, now. Right now, so back then, you know, if you allowed 80-ish points a game, you were considered one of the top defenses. Right. Now it's like if you allow like 105 yeah. points. Dogs. The they're defense. they're playing court to court, man. They're getting back on defense, bro. You see LeBron the other night, man. That's defense. Michael would never. Yeah. yeah. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Kyrie coming back, I, I don't know how the dynamics is going to fit. But you and I, we coach, right? So that's another aspect that people don't see. See, we we as fans, we just want to watch the game, whatever day it's played on, whether it's a Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. We just want to watch the game, and you're supposed to perform so well that we go back to bed knowing that you're at practice practicing. Like That's what we're supposed to think. Of course. But they don't understand that these people have bills and kids, and they go through the same struggles that, as normal people do with, with no money, not like the money they get. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And and chemistry matters, man. I don't want to coach chemistry with somebody I don't like. In basketball, in any sport, chemistry matters. Right. So why would I want to coach with somebody that I don't like? But yeah, now I got to now put it on these three. I got to go play basketball with with this guy that I don't. I know I don't fucking like. And you got Steve Nash, which is a first year head coach, and he's got three prima donnas. Yeah, these three divas. <laughs> Can you imagine that group chat that they're in? <laughs> Can you imagine bro, that? <laughs> Harden's fucking face. Pass the ball, bro. Kyrie comes out <laughs> with a sage fucking smoke. Chill out, man. <laughs> the spirits told me to shoot it. Yeah, for... Oh, God. Could you imagine that? You need, I'm going to cleanse you when I get into the locker room. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know, man. We're going to see how that... That's, that's a mess. That's, that's going to explode. Mess. I feel like they're going to they're gonna punch... Well, somebody's going to punch somebody from the... Like, <laughs> Not gonna be able to take it. It's gonna be up to here with this shit. They're gonna punch the shit out of him, man. Yeah, I think now you're gonna have some injury that takes somebody out for the whole year. Injury, right? That yeah. takes somebody out for the whole year. Right. Talking about injuries, I want to bring up the Saints. You you still want to whip on these boys, huh? It's been a couple of days now. Let them let them lick their you wounds. Know, you know, I saw Peter Williams go live today in the NFC 
group that we're in. Okay. Defending these guys. He's going to. He has a tattoo of Drew Brees on his ass cheeks. <laughs> on one cheek it says Drew and the other one says Brees. And, and underneath it says, I catch slants. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Michael Thomas. You know Drew what? Brees. My fault. It probably says who that. That's what it probably, <laughs> it probably says who that. And he, you know, he twerks everyone. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so these guys came out recently reports. So allegedly Drew Brees, wife to be specific. Oh boy. Was talking about how Drew Brees was playing with not, you know, the, the rib injury and right. the cartilage, but also he was apparently playing with a rotator cuff Injury in his throwing arm because if it's in, if it's in your non-throwing arm, it doesn't really matter to a quarterback. It, it doesn't affect you at all when you play football. But apparently, his throwing arm, which is why he couldn't push the ball down sure. the field, and then that's why he couldn't do it. Michael Thomas has ankle ligament damage, which sure. is why he struggled to get separation from any of the Bucks DBs. But uh, last week, but you know, both of them wanted to play because it was one of the last chances of playing together, and you know, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. Listen, man, this post injury stuff. Do you buy this? Listen, man. Every player in the NFL plays somewhat injured or hurt. Everybody does. Everybody does, especially in the playoffs. And I understand what wifey's doing for Drew Brees. She's defending her boo. I get it. The same way Tom Brady's wife did too. When she said Tom played with a concussion one time, right? Same book. I understand the wives. I'm not going to call them out. I'm not going to say anything bad about them. They're defending their boo. I get it. But, bro, take the L and move on. That's for Pete and anybody else that's a Saint fan. No, so I'll give credit to Pete. Pete's taking the L. Very... (laughs) I'm Very sure well, he is. I'm sure he's on his head. But to go week. live and say, well, you know, this guy and that guy. Listen, man, it is as bad. <laughs> I guess it happens at every level. I guess it happens at every level. I got youth football guys here in Tampa that cry more than freaking women that watch The Notebook. <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> These guys cry. The referees cheated. Raul can't coach that well. You know what I mean? You got these crybabies. And now to see it all the way up to the NFL is like, come on, man. You know, we all knew Drew was was hurt. We all knew he was hurt. Nobody comes back from 11 fractured ribs and a punctured lung in three weeks. That's Nobody does. We all knew you were hurt. We all, she didn't have to, you know, reiterate it or whatever. We knew you were hurt. The rotator cuff, is it possible? Sure, it's possible. It's also possible they gave him a cortisone shot and told him, fuck off, you're going to play anyway. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? (laughs) But I know, I I just, I knew. Well, especially when you have a guy like Jameis waiting on the helm, eating his fingers for wins. <laughs> hey, could, you ma- could you imagine? Think about the, the coach's room for a second. Just think about that for a second. We'll, we'll get back to this. Think about that for a second. Think about the coach's room right there. That's like, well, Drew's hurt. Who do we start in? And you look over. And, and you, got, you got fucking Winston just eating his fucking fingers over here. And the quarterback's coach, well, I, I got... Like, remember when you told me to take this guy? Remember when we signed him and I said, don't do it? But you, you made me take this fucking guy? No, no, no. What they do is, so while Winston is eating his W, yeah. right, off his fingers, like, didn't we bring that guy tight in? Guy, d- d- doesn't he still play quarterback? Yeah, that guy. Let's have him. Where is he doing? We'll use it for Wildcat. Let's run our offense entirely through him. Jameis, you know what, guy? Distract him with the pacifier or something. I, I, actually, yes. you know what? Put a put a video up of him throwing interceptions. It'll make him happy. That's what I'm. Listen, this is why I'm telling the quarterback coach. You know, say, could you imagine Sean Payton like, hey, Drew still hurt. What do you got for me? I got wins. I got coach. fucking nothing. I got a guy eating his fingers over here. I got you, wins. Coach. You gave me I a cannibal, wins. and I don't even know what this guy is. Is he even a? Co- what, are you even on the team? <laughs> Who is this guy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Can you get him ready? Can I get him ready? He had five years. He's still eating his fingers. They reached in the bag of tricks. He threw a touchdown against us. He did. He did. The future in New Orleans is as bright as I would like it to be. You're lying. Stop it. If anybody in New Orleans is listening to this, start a petition now. Go get a quarterback. You, if Drew Brees leaves, you are fucked. Oh, he's done. He, imagine, imagine, imagine that, that group chat. 
So him, Breeze, and Tyson Hill in a group chat after the game is over. Hey, fellas, this is my last rodeo. I'm out. Winston with the thumbs up. Fucking <laughs> Tyson Hill's like, your last one? So, what do you mean? So do I throw it to the guys in black jerseys or do I throw it to... I'm not sure. That would be a freaking awesome. Hey, Drew, I love being with you. Quick question, though. White jerseys or black jerseys? What do you mean? Who do I keep the ball to? <laughs> Who, who who gets that ball? The guys with the black helmets, the fucking black helmets. Huh? What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're black right, helmets. I'm colorblind. <laughs> yeah, I had surgery. Fuck yeah, man. And then in other news, we had a retirement. Yeah. Yeah. So again, fun fact: Philip Rivers, you know, retired from uh, the NFL right. uh, on Wednesday. We all should have seen it coming. Yeah. Here's why. Not only did our show predict that he would retire. Yes, it did. He's wearing, you know how many years Phil Rivers has been in the uh, National Football League? 17. Yes, good guess. Thank you. That is also his jersey number. There it is. Is that why he wore that? retiring. That was it. He wanted 17, so he retired when it was 17. Season were over. Sure. So we all should have seen it coming. The question I have for you, though, mm-hmm. is Philip Rivers a Hall of Fame candidate? No. Is he should he be in Canton, Ohio? He's day? he's gonna end up there. He's definitely gonna end up there, but he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be there. I, I honestly think the Chargers wasted Antonio Gates' best years on this guy. And LT. And LT. Oh yeah, that's another thing. This freaking guy got LT ran up out of the damn stadium. Out of the and city. Like this, there you go. The list just goes on and on with this oh, guy. There's a list. There's a list for because sure. Because if, if you ever listen right. to Philip Rivers mic'd up, he talks a lot of shit. He does. He talks a lot of shit. I think the Chargers wasted their time with him. I think I honestly do. After eight years of, of having him, you, eight years after Drew Brees or nine, whatever you want to call it. Imagine how fortunate that would have been it. you are as a franchise to have Drew Brees yep. and Philip Rivers. Yes. But never make it to the Super Bowl. And now have Herbert. Man, that, those are your last three quarterbacks. Right. In right. the last 25 years. Exactly. I th- and again, I think the Chargers waited too long. I think you should have got rid of Phillip Rivers a long time ago. I don't think he should have been around in your program because you, you, you don't know where you could have been. You could have been somewhere else. You Winning more, or, you know what I'm saying, in that league. I don't, I don't know if they felt like Phillip Rivers was going to give them the best option. You know what I mean? Um, but now I don't know, man. I, if he, he's going to make Canton, Ohio, I don't think he deserves it though. I think he makes it just hey. off the fact of some crazy Media. aura, you know? Yeah. His name, like Philip Rivers. Oh man, you gotta be careful. Nah, not really. It's Philip Rivers. Yeah. So I don't think he makes it. He might he not. It. He might not. I don't think he makes it um, at all. I don't even think it's consideration because what's going to be talked about as it could, it will come up in conversation. Right. Should he be? But then people remember he had LT, which is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He had Antonio Gates, which is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He had a great receiving core, had a pretty good defense. That's what, what Seau defense that played right. there and never made it past the AFC championship game. They only got to once they lost to against Tom Brady. Now, credit also. Right. Tom Brady stopped a lot of people from ever getting to a Super Bowl. There you go. He's he's limited a ton of people, so that that'll be part of conversation also. But here's a here's another fun fact. Yep. Both Drew Brees and Philip Rivers were drafted years after Tom Brady entered the league. Yeah, hey, that's something. And Tom Brady is still playing. What I would say is a, is a pretty high level. Yeah. And playing in another divisional championship, or not division, we were past that already, conference championship game for a chance at a Super Bowl. Wow. Meanwhile, you got Breeze, Rivers, potentially Roethlisberger. Yeah. You may find out later in the next couple of weeks that he's retiring. Also, I think he's retiring. Yeah. Again, you heard it here on the podcast. We've been saying that for weeks that I think he's been done for a while. Yeah. Those three guys were all drafted years after Brady. And yep. Brady's still and he, here. He outlasted him. Yep. And he's been in the cold. He's been in the hot. He's been with Belichick. He's been without Belichick. 
this only goes to continue to cement why Brady will be conversed in yep. the ever, best ever to play the game. Now, I think he had a good fortune because, you know, yesterday was the anniversary of the uh, the, the fumble by Charles Woodson when they played oh the Raiders. And the, the tuck the game rule that snowed. The freaking tuck rule that changed everything. That changed yeah. history. Yeah. It changed the course. I, I I strongly believe that it changed the course of history, both for the Patriots organization and for the Raiders I agree. as an organization. It, it, it derailed them. They never recovered. They're still trying to recover. They moved yeah. from, from California to Las Vegas to get away from the bad nightmare. Yeah, to get bad, bad jujus and sages that they need. Yeah. yeah. I don't, but in short, I don't think Philip Rivers will make the Hall of Fame. I think he'll always be talked well, I mean, about. He may make the ballot, but he will never I think, be a guy that makes it. I think he does. not I'll, I'll go back to, go, you know, who, oh, you know who else? Here's a fun fact for you. Do you know who else played for the Chargers? Quarterback? Dan, Dan Fouts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I didn't he made that. the Hall of Fame. He's not. And he was probably one of the greats. No, he's in the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. He's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he is in the Hall of Fame. He got in there in 93. So I think that, I think he's going to make it. I think Breeze will make it. I think Rivers will make it. I just don't think it's going to be first ballot. I don't think I think it's going to be like I don't think it's going to be cuz you have to wait 5 years after you retire. I think it's going to be like 15 20 years down the road they might put him in there. Yeah, but, you can be eligible, you know, it's the first 5 years. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, he's like not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he ever gets in personally, but if he doesn't and then I'm not I don't blame him cuz he there's plenty of reasons why you don't give it to him. You know what I mean? There's plenty of reasons why he shouldn't get it to him, but I don't think he was a good teammate personally. Just on the side. I, I agree with you. I, when they say Phil Rivers retired, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I wasn't even emotional so, about it. So we'll talk about this briefly before we go on to Mahomes and his yeah. concussion and him coming back from injury. This leaves a void for for the Colts now quarterback. Yeah. It frees up some cap room because he did sign like a twenty twenty five million dollar deal. Contract, yeah, yeah. Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is still on the roster. Do they go out to a quarterback? I know we've, we before uh, off air, we were talking a little bit about Wentz. Yeah. Maybe being a possibility. We've talked about Wentz going to the, listen, this Wentz to the Colts, Philip Rivers retiring. We've been talking about this for about two months now, two we, or three months. We really now, have. The writing was on the wall. Yeah. Does it go through fruition now? Or does a team like, does the Colts go get a guy like Deshaun Watson, which I know you're not going to be happy about because right. you want him to go to Miami. I really do. But if I'm Deshaun Watson and I go to the Colts, I get a chance to play in the Texans twice a year. And again, he has a no trade clause. So his contract is very similar to a baseball contract. Right. In the sense that Deshaun Watson can block any trade that he doesn't like. He can play for any team that he wants to play for. He has a MLB NBA style of contract. Wow. Where if he doesn't agree to the trade, he just he just says no, no matter what the offer is. That's awesome. That's a lot so, of power for a player to have. That's a, that's a ton of power for a player yeah. to have. So him having that power, he can say, you know what? I want to kick your ass twice a year. He I could. want you to trade me to the Colts. That is the only team that I will go to. And the Texans have no choice yeah. but to pick up the phone and say, please give us something great for him. Right, I don't think Car- I think Carson Wentz will will end up. I think he'll end up in uh, Indianapolis. I think he'll end up with the Colts. I think he definitely will. I think so. What threw me off though is the is the firing of of Peterson at the Eagles. That threw me right. off because I thought I thought I definitely thought Peterson for sure was going to bring Jalen Hurts as his starter, and Wentz was going to leave because of it. You know what I mean? And and if that's the case, then I definitely money, money rules the world. We've talked it about does. it before. It does, and I definitely thought that's why they were going to. The Colts could potentially get him, but now that freaking, you know, they fired Peterson, but yet it's been said that the GM wants Wentz to stay. Let's me know that the GM and, and Peterson didn't see eye to eye on shit. Yep, that's um, true. You know, what I mean, they didn't see eye to eye on it. Um, and he probably told him his plan. Yeah, I'm keeping him. Hurts is my starter. Wentz is going to be the backup. He probably told him his plan is like, no, 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 excuse me, get the fuck out. We're not doing that. We're Wentz is our guy. So Wentz is the highway. Yeah, that's highway. the only thing I got to see. I, I don't. You're right about Deshaun Watson ending up in Colts just for the reason of playing the Texans twice. Um, but if no, Watson goes, your, your Dolphins, 
have allegedly, again, it's not confirmed, yeah. they're offering a, the their first round pick, which is the fourth overall. Oh, man. The 18th overall pick. It's not worth so it. The fourth, the fourth overall pick is the Texans' original pick. Right. But they would normally have. Right? And it changed, I, think it's, I think it's number three Dolphins now. The first round pick. Yeah, I think it changed to three and 18 now. Something like so that. So three and 18 <sighs> and Tua for Deshaun Watson. I, I like the trade of Tua and Watson. I like that. Giving up those picks, though, probably going to have to say no because I want the number. I know the first two picks are going to be quarterbacks. Najee right, Harris receiver. is still there. Devontae Smith is still there. I want those guys. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, I want. You want Lamar Chase. Yeah. You want to waddle. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to be able to pair up to uh, whoever the quarterback is right. with the legitimate number one that they can grow together. Absolutely, man. I absolutely do. So I, I don't know if, I don't know if Watson goes to, you know, over to the Colts, but anything can happen. I, I've, I've also heard today, um, just this morning when I, when I picked my phone up on Twitter, Watson potentially going to the Jets. So I don't know. Wow. I don't yeah, know how that works. So if I'm Deshaun Watson, again, you have the yeah. ability to null and void any trade. Right. Why Why would you go to the Jets? He's either, if he's considering it, it's because of whatever coach they're potentially going to get. Well, they, they hired the guy from the 49ers. So that's, that's what I'm saying. That's it. That's the only reason you would potentially go there is because of that, of that particular hire. But again, who knows? I think Watson goes to Miami because he likes the sun and he likes the beach. And he, you know, if I'm if I'm getting paid doing something I love, I might as well be somewhere that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Why why so, why get paid to play in Indianapolis other than just to play in Indianapolis? That, yeah, no, that's true. That's yeah, true. I mean, but he figured I mean they have a good defense, good running game. They and do. You get to play the Texans twice a year. It's, so a that's, good, that's look, be, it's a good landing spot. He might do that because, you know, just like Brett Favre, Brett Favre left the Packers and went to Minnesota. They got to play him twice a freaking year. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and Brett Favre did it intentionally to go. He wanted he to play the wanted twice so, so Watson could probably follow a page out of that book and, and decide to go over there. Who knows? Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good call, man. We'll see how that goes. Now, in Mahomes news. <sighs> My guy. My guy. He's, he's a step closer. He's cleared some of the major... Barriers. Yep. Yes, he is. To, to potentially play this weekend against the Bills. We're going to preview that game here shortly. Does do you think Mahomes actually plays this game? I, I think they're gonna I think he's gonna play this game. And I said this I said this the last podcast. I hate that he got hurt because it leaves an asterisk on the game itself. You know what I mean? If he wins, then you're like, okay, then he was good. But if he loses, you know there's going to be people out there like, yeah, but he's playing with a concussion. He wasn't fully healed and blase, blase, blase. You know what I mean? Or and if you, or let's say he plays the game, he looks way off. He looks, you know, balls are going freaking sky high or they're hopping to the receiver. He can't make decisions. He's jittery. He just gets down for no reason. Then it yeah, sucks, man. For sure. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather him be 100% and play this game. But I think I think KC's want him to play. Wants him to play. I think his teammates want him to play. The coach is going to want him to play. I think they're going to look so, at the so doctor. If you're, if you're KC, I'm going to put you in the hot seat here. Yeah, I'm going to put you again. We do this. We do this every show. I'm going to put you on the clock. Mm-hmm. If you're KC and Mahomes, let's say he's eighty percent. Okay. Do you risk the future by playing him or do you sit him and, and, and take your lump with Chad Henney? Do you, because again, concussions are a scary thing. Yeah. And, and players, you know, players careers have ended prematurely because of concussions and not fully recovering from them. Yeah. So if Mahomes comes back too soon, takes another hit, you, you sign this guy to a 10 year, half a billion dollar contract is the future more important than today. I, I think the future is more important. You take your lump with Chad Henney. I got half a billion dollars riding on this kid. I need him 110% healthy. I don't want him to go in there 80%. He gets injured even more, and I still got to pay him the money, and, right. and I ain't get nothing out of it. Yeah, that's going to suck. You know, um, I, I think he does play because I think the NFL, if, if – <laughs> If the doctor or the independent doctor from the protocol, from the concussion protocol, says, yeah, he can't play till Tuesday, I think the NFL pushes the game back till Tuesday. Because <laughs> they, they, they all want him to play. Inside COVID. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the reason why they moved the game to Tuesday. They would move. I think you're on something there. I, I do think the NFL would would do that because again, NFL is a is a money making. It is business ratings matters in the environment like we are today. Mahomes obviously is going to bring the ticket. Right. If, if he's not playing, you know, you think about what that does for the Bills and you know, kicking the park kind of thing, and and them going to Super Bowl. Imagine the guy that signs the checks. You know what I'm saying for half a billion dollars. You think he's gonna sign the check, and my guy's gonna be done, and he's at eighty percent. Fuck that. Fuck that. You better coach up the next man. Get every get everything together. We'll see you next year, uh, sweetheart. Right. We're not gonna. We'll see you next year. Yeah, you're 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 pretty much done. You know what I mean? It's, um, it's not worth it. It's, it's not, not worth it. Man. If I'm if I'm Mahomes, I'm also. It's your career. It is. You got to be very careful with those kind of things. And here's something that I, so I read this earlier this week, and I want to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm going way left here. Okay. Lamar Jackson, back-to-back weeks, had concussion symptoms. He had it against the Bills. Really? That he set out the fourth quarter, didn't play the rest of the game. Right. The week prior, had the same situation occur where he was dazed, got you know, got cleared ultimately. Right. Word on the street is that is all being faked by Lamar Jackson because he doesn't want to deal with the pressure of failing. Really? What are your <laughs> thoughts? Because again, he left the Browns game because he, he did. had to he had to go poop. <laughs> right? right. In right. the middle of the fourth quarter. Right. When his team was losing, he came yeah. back day one. The week after, concussion. Yep. He gets cleared, comes back in, misses minimal time. Now we saw the concussion against the Bills late in the fourth quarter when the game was kind of out of hand. It gives him an excuse as to why you lost. Because, again, you talked about earlier, Mahomes doesn't come back. He looks shaky. Now that creates an excuse for the Chiefs. Yeah. Excuse for the Ravens, the same thing. Hey, well, I mean, we we lost 17-13, and Lamar Jackson didn't even play the fourth quarter. If we had Lamar Jackson, we would have... Yeah, they, they would probably score. We would have had a chance. But I, I tell you what, his backup looked really good. He, his backup. That, that, well, that's the one downside, you be right? be careful. She said Chad Henney, who's a 30-some-year-old guy who's only there to strictly hold a clipboard. He sure. is never going to play. Huntley, who came in for Lamar Jackson, looked like looked good. A, a better version of Lamar because yeah. had the same wiggle. And he can escape the pocket and ran the offense well, but he had a throwing element to him that Lamar Jackson does not have. Lamar Jackson right. is not a very accurate quarterback throwing the ball down the field like we talked about before on the show. And Huntley showed, even in windy conditions, yep. he can make some throws. Yes. Is is Lamar Jackson overrated? I, I don't think he's overrated right now. He's but- an MVP. Player. Yeah, he is. He won the MVP. Listen, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I think he got that MVP solely off of hype. I don't think so it was, he's overrated. That, that, there goes my question. It, is it he could be. I overrated? Mean, I, I told you this on the last podcast. He's got two to three years. If you don't win a playoff game, yeah, he's overrated. You know what I'm saying? Right now we can chalk it up to, to rookie, no experience type deal. He doesn't have the Bro, ability to audible. He's going into his, he's going into his fourth year in the league, my friend. Fourth year in the league, what third as a starter, right? Third as a starter, fourth year in the league. That's correct. And he's lost two playoff games. He was he was a, a package. Yes. Back when Joe Flacco was still the quarterback, he would come in on certain situations, right. run the ball, play the Wildcat read option guy. You know, kind of like Tyson Hill with yeah. New Orleans. Then he took over year two, year three. He's going into now year four, which will be his third full year yeah. as. A starting quarterback in the NFL. That's what I'm telling you. You give him two more years, and you call this a wrap. You call this a wrap. I think he's he's very electrifying. I think he's good. He lacks experience in the playoffs because nobody on his team has been to the playoffs, so he's got to try to do it all on his own. But I'm telling you, in two years he's got to go. In two years, he has got to go. If he has not won a playoff game, he's got to go because Dallas won a Tony Tony Romo's head for never making it. And breaking one and, and being able to win yeah. a game. They wanted his fucking head. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. We gotta keep that same energy. This it's not a a race thing. It's not a freaking he's gotta produce. He's got to As produce. A side note, only because we're recording a podcast, I would like to go on the on the official record that D- Dak Prescott will be a 
Indianapolis Colt. Oh my goodness. You're I just want to be stirring I, I, I want to be able to go back to a show and say, oh, I told boy. you on this day that Dak is going to leave Dallas. He and might go to Indianapolis and he will be Holy the next shit. Could back you imagine that? Indianapolis. I, I think the relationship with Dallas is done. Yeah. I don't think he's a fan of Jerry Jones. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's a, a little too late. Jerry Jones has publicly said that he messed up. Right. That he undervalued Dak. Yeah. But I still think Dak walks because I think the relationship is tarnished. He mm. wants a fresh start. And what better place to go yeah, than, the Colts. than Indianapolis Colts, who has a decent running game, good offensive line, good defense. I feel like you're getting sponsored by these guys. Are you sponsored by the Colts right now? You're making a good hard pitch for these guys on two different occasions here. (laughs) No, but it it, it could happen. I mean, Dak not being happy because ultimately that's what that's what got Deshaun is is not being happy with these guys. So you know, I can see Dak saying, "You know what? I'm finna walk, man. I don't get appreciated around here, and I'm leaving." I could definitely see him doing some shit like that. Yeah, I I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you at all on that. That'd be freaking interesting, though, wouldn't it? I'm telling you, man, our show is predicting the future now. Shit. In predicting the future, I need I need your help. Okay, let's go. Let's so go. We, we've talked about the matchups. Rapid we got fire. Bills, One, two, three, Chiefs, go. Bucks, Packers. We're going to start with the Chiefs and Bills. I want you to give me, and again, I, I am one game ahead yeah. of you because you once again picked the Saints to beat my Bucks, and you picked Washington to beat my Bucks. So I'm going to need <laughs> you to take the Packers. I need you to stay consistent. Yeah. Going into this situation here, but Bills, Chiefs, assuming Patrick Mahomes does play. Yeah. The Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite. Mm. The game will be played in Arrowhead. There will be limited fans allowed in attendance. Who wins this game? If Patrick Mahomes is playing, I'm going with KC. Okay. I'm going to go with KC. Regardless of who plays for KC? No, 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 no. Not regardless. No, no, I'm telling you what I think. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'm going the other way, my friend. Wow. I am a fan of Josh Allen. The Bills Mafia. Yeah. They look good, man. I'm going with you here. I like Buffalo to upset the Chiefs. In Arrowhead, the last time these two teams played, the Bills won seventeen to three. Mahomes was the quarterback. Okay. Tyreek Hill was playing receiver, right. and so Kelsey. So it was it was this version of the team we see today. Wow! White is the DB for Buffalo Bills. Very underrated guy. He's a shutdown corner. He's in a lockup. Tyreek Hill. I see. I see them playing a a, a match double coverage zone on Kelsey to kind of limit him. Right. And I think they try to force KC to run the ball. If anything I've seen from the Buffalo Bills in this playoff run is they've been able to adapt their defense to who they're playing against. They shut down Lamar Jackson in the running game, come to the three points the week before also shut down their opponent. that played the Colts, Flair Rivers forced turnovers in that game. The only thing that concerns me about Josh Allen is something that's not talked about. Josh Allen, so far in the playoffs, has fumbled the ball five times. Now, Ooh, boy. He, has lost, he has lost one of them. Oh, boy. His linemen have recovered the other fumbles. Can you imagine how different these games would be and how we'd be talking about Josh Allen a little differently in the Carson Wentz line had he lost those fumbles and they've lost – they would have been out of the playoffs. That's true. So, true. as long as he takes care of the football, Stephon Diggs is is as hot as any other receiver is in the NFL right now, along with Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. I think the Bills pull out the upset and they win the game in a close one. Wow. I'm telling you, 31-28, Bills Mafia is headed Two Super Bowl, it's 2021. It only makes sense. Okay. Well, I'm going with KC because once you're the champs, forever the champs until somebody knocks you off. And then you get knocked off this week, baby. And and that's fine. Bills, we've been saying for for another couple weeks, 
If there's any team in the NFL that can knock off the Chiefs, it's definitely it's the Bills. They, they provide right a lot of problems for the Kansas City defense and the Kansas City offense. I know that sounds crazy to say that, but Josh Allen, them, they, the longer they're on the field, Mahomes can't score. Right. So that's my issue. They can definitely stay on the field for a very long time. If someone I, can go toe-to-toe with them, it's, it's the Bills. It's the Bills, man. It's the Bills. It's like their kryptonite. It's it's them that can that can kind of dethrone them a little bit. You know what I mean? Now I got to bring you back on the main screen. Come on. I got to take this slide off because I want to see you tell me why the Packers are going to beat my Bucks. I think the Packers figured it out. I think they got home field advantage. I think all that plays a part. I think traveling into the cold plays a huge part into it. And again, I could be solely wrong. Tom could come out and throw five touchdowns before halftime. He could. He could. He definitely could do it. But I just like I, I like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home. I like I like them for the win. I really do. So obviously, you know where I'm sitting with. Yeah, you're going with the Packers, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm taking the Bucks. Right. But, you and I have talked about this before. Everything happens for a reason. Stars seem to align at the right time. And for the Bucks, things seem to be coming to fruition at the right moment. You get Vita Vea coming back when you absolutely need him. You have this secondary who's coming off of a high of shutting down Michael Thomas, causing turnovers. Right. Devin White comes back after not playing against you know the Washington football team and has an interception. In Brady is Brady. No turnovers in the last six weeks now. Turnovers have gone down. That's he right. Seemed to, he seemed to be connected with his receivers. They're, they're, they're playing the Brady game yep. as far as how they're managing the offense or running the ball well. Yeah. For the first time last week, Brady got sacked in six weeks. You saw that, did you? <laughs> I did. And I was like, oh, no, please get up. Right, right, right. Um, but again, they protected Tom extremely well they have the Packers will be the worst defense they've played out of Washington and New Orleans well then then that makes my chances even better thanks really appreciate that fun fact today so we put up 30 some points against Washington football team we put up 30 against the Saints with the Saints were the number one team defensively coming into this game right the Bucks ran for 120 yards they were they threw the ball well. Uh, they were efficient with the ball. They, they capitalized on field position and turnovers. Yep. The Packers are missing the right tackle. It hasn't hurt them yet. Yeah. With Vita Vea coming back, now you get Barrett or JPP lined up on that right tackle that's <sighs> replacing an all-pro. Vita Vea has more of an impact on this game than people know whether, and I think he'll be limited on snaps. I don't think he comes out and plays a full game. Right. He needs to play football in four months. There's no way he's in shape. <laughs> he's got right. to get like a quarter or two, right? Yeah. So I think he plays, you know, 30 snaps, but I think those yeah. 30 snaps are going to make such a significant difference for the Bucks defense because it's going to allow them to get pressure on Rodgers. That's true. I think I see the Bucks using Sean Burtley. To, to, to cover Devontae Adams. Right. I also see them, you know, playing zone or main to main. Did they show me? But able to, they've been able to, to, to play both in these playoffs right, right now. Uh, I think the defense is what defense wins championships. It and does. right now, this Buck defense is coming together at the right time. And again, you know, these playoffs are a lot about who gets hot at the right time. The Bucks seem to be doing that. I'm taking the Bucks. Yep. And, you know, I was very close with my Saints. I predicted on our last show, 34-20, Bucks were going to win. They won 30-20. to 20. Yep. That was four points off, okay? Yep. Did you this check week, your lottery numbers this morning? Because that's what you should be doing. If you're predicting yet. like that. Yeah. I'm doing after the show. Okay, good, good, good. But this week, I'm taking the Bucks again. Right. But I'm going 24-14. to 14. Wow. Tampa. It's a, that's respectable. That's definitely respectable. It's doable. Well, I mean, I'm interested to see it. I want to know. I think I just think Aaron Rodgers is an X factor, man. So we'll see how he plays. 
if you can get out of him, if you can get at him early and rattle him, yeah, it's, it's going to be a long game. You know what I mean? For, it's for, for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm still going to stick with the pack. We'll see how it goes, man. You know, th- th- that brings us to, to the hour mark. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So th- that's all the time we're going to have. Yeah, man. For today's show. Please, everybody, wear your mask and don't worry. Do not worry. Don't worry about what political party you're with. Do not worry about who you voted for, who you didn't vote for. Do not worry about who stole the election or who didn't steal the election. All that is gone. That is over with. For anybody that that supported Trump, it's okay. Rehab begins today. We start slowly getting back into the real world. Start getting that getting that out your veins. Start start putting a little IV in there, and you start getting a little help. Just do something nice for somebody today. That's all. Start with little things. You know what I mean? Close somebody's mailbox. Put the lid back on somebody's garbage can. Everybody <laughs> just go back to normal and just be safe. Everybody be good. George, I love talking with you, man. I can't wait to, to do this again, and especially after this great football weekend. I can't wait, um, especially to see what the results are. So everybody wear your mask. Please be safe. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, again, you can join the debate on Facebook. Visit our Facebook page and join the debate at On The Clock Sports Talk. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.